And he was, it was, I should have wrote it down, but I didn't. I wish I would have wrote it down. Absolutely. Because I'd had a big breakthrough that night spiritually. I mean, like, tear, tore my bedroom down, like, in the spirit. <laughs> Going to war is what I was doing in the spirit. Going to war. And the enemy audibly was like, there's no bad. Like, you think you got a breakthrough, but. And I was like, Lord. And so yeah. the fasting, the prayer, and the, the armor of God, that's something we don't use. We, we pick them up, put them down. All, we pick up all those things and put them down. You want to pray before we get started? Sure. Okay. Well, we love you and we praise you above all things, first and foremost. And we ask you, God, uh, just to speak to the Father, just to join us. Lord, you say we're two or three gathered there, you'll be God. We just want to honor you and learn more about you and your ways. God, we want to get closer to you and learn that you walk, Father, and every action and reaction that you have, Lord. We ask God that something clicks with us tonight, Lord, as we are reading and studying on fasting and, 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 the, and the armor that you tell us, Lord, to, to have on daily, Lord. And I just ask, God, that you just let something click with each and every one of us that has never clicked before. Let us see the importance of it, Lord, and, and how... We can utilize it in our daily lives uh, to fight against the enemy in our daily walks to honor you, Lord. And just each and every one of us, God, let us just hear your voice. Let Candace be a tool for you, Father, and let us just resonate with every word that's spoken tonight, God, and understand everything perfectly as you would have us to do. In your name we pray. Okay, so I believe all of us have been in church enough in our life to know how important prayer is. But fasting, it's something we know is important, but we don't do as often as we should. And so I'm like, Lord, what does fasting do? Other than because most of the time when I fasted, this was this was when a little bit, but I'm guilty for it. Anytime I would fast, it would be because I wanted something. So let me show you how much I want you to answer this prayer of mine. So I'm going to give the feedback for you to answer me. And said, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. When we fast, and if at any time I'm not, you don't agree, or you got something bad, just go for it. Anytime we fast, we know that that is literally crucifying our flesh, like destroying it. And what are we told to do to crucify our flesh? And do you know that our, we can fast for three days, just water, and it empties our entire bodies out? toxins, even our, our bodies. We know we're three-part beings. We're body, soul, and spirit, right? Right. Body, soul, and spirit. That will clean out our body entirely in three days. You can just water and your entire body will be cleaned out, which is, I don't know, I found that. Mm -hmm. Not in itself. Three days. Three. Yeah. Three. yeah. <laughs> right. What is the significance of three days? You rose. Right. And that's why I'm like, three days? And then I was looking, too, how many days I wasn't looking. Actually, Connor was doing science, an exam the other day. And I had, you know, mom helped me. If I couldn't read this yourself. But he wasn't. So I was reading it to him. And it was saying the human body can go three days without water. Right. We, you cannot go more than three three days without water. 
And so when we fast, it is crucifying our flesh and helping us with our unbelief. Because I went over and we know, is it Matthew 17 in the 20s there where the disciples went to cast a, a demon out and they're like, but we can't do it. Yeah, we've got Okay, and then Jesus is like, because of your unbelief, what? these come by fasting and prayer. What are these? That's something that I have. What are these? Unbelief. Huh. <laughs> unbelief. It was their unbelief. It wasn't because it was any certain thing. It was because of their unbelief. So when we're fasting, crucifying our flesh, it will help with the unbelief. Okay. I'm going to try to go in. We know fasting and prayer. Like it is absolutely crucial for us as believers to have a relationship with God and to crucify our flesh because fasting literally makes my desires. It'll bring into service. If there is something that I want revealed about myself, the fastest way for me to see what is not of God that I occupy is to fast. Because after three, four hours, I'm irritable. Right. And anything that aggravates me, anything that bothers me, it's going to surface. Imagine by day two or day three. Right. And so if you want to know what is in you, that you occupy, that it's not a fast. Because all of those ugly things in us start poking their head up when we're irritated and hungry because we're trying to crucify our flesh, but yet it seems everything, have you ever noticed anytime you fast, it's like everybody is doing something to get on your nerves. And then you're going to, it's as bad as a woman on See, that one week of the month I'm where they're irritated over everything. Like That's I can go, it's for me, like I can go. 24 hours fasting, no problem. Because I do that around basically like one once a day right. anyway. But to like like I said, regularly and in the mind, like off. knowing that I'm not fasting, but I can go 24 hours, like, oh my gosh, I didn't eat it all today and I'm good, right? Yeah. But I'm then sorry. when I know that I'm fasting, it's the smell I'm like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> kind of like your mom and dad's talking Cindy was like, oh, I bet when your dad said that he was fasting. And she was like, well, I'm going to fry like some beef. You know what I mean? Like, say how long? Yeah, it's now kind of thing. Like, when you right. know in your mind that you're fasting, the temptation is so ten times stronger. I will not be hungry at all. <laughs> right. I
been up with this entire day. Here it is, like eight o'clock and I eight. Man, I should have called this a fast. <laughs> <laughs> And then I would go back and right, right. I was quitting for the wrong reasons, though. Doing it because of what people thought of this, which was so stupid. If I want to do it, I have to do it for myself. And I know it's not pleasing to God, but that's a whole. But I went two and a half weeks without it, and it was fine doing it. But I was just like, yeah, I want that back. I don't have to have it. I know I don't have. It's not something that I am so dependent on that I have to have. But man, I just enjoy it. And then I was like, man, I should have said I'm doing a two and a half week fast. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Where am> I? <laughs> no, I didn't quit. I didn't quit. I just fasted for two and a half months. <laughs> In all reality, like Brittany was saying, food is easy for you to You better do other stuff. You have yeah. to find let something. Let me go ahead. Yes, let me. Yes. I've had to do both. I've had to do both. Research. Yes. If you are intentionally fasting. So we were talking that you food is addiction, but food isn't bread would be my weakness. Nicotine is addiction. Okay. And when I would fast, when I would fast, I would fast everything but my morning coffee. Like I had to have that one cup of the morning. That was mine. And let me tell you how fast. It's got to go. Robin Hill called me out. Yep. It's got to go. And I was like, I don't blame you right now for this, but I know it's the truth. Yeah. And Facebook. Because how often do we mindlessly pick that phone up and just scroll? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went with we got like, a habit. How much was it? It was right. It was when Thomas it was over a week, the day like that a I got. Week. Yeah, it was a while. And I was so aggravated at myself how many times that I would go to pick that up and just to open the app. Yeah. Mindlessly. Yeah. Like not even realizing how much time. And it was placed out instead when I would, because I had to delete the whole app. If not. I would have right. done. Right. You know, your, your muscle memory knows exactly done without looking where that app is on your right. And so I had I removed that app, and every time I would pick my phone up, phone up to mindlessly go to Facebook, I put there and grab a bottle. Right. But let me move on in. And this I just have to go to the Bible leading and all these because I don't write. I'm really bad for not writing stuff down than I should a lot of times. We know that God is omnipresent and all that right like right. He, he even can read our mind and all of that can it ever no he cannot he can't see and i just realized i'm so glad that joey had went over that sunday because honest to god that was sunday when i realized that he couldn't because here i, I am just, in my mind yeah, like having right. bad thoughts and i'm like get out of here satan like in my that, mind right but no, Joey, I'm like, sure. Well, it's just me. I'm having bad thoughts. So I, think, so I think they plan. They, they can plant thoughts. We had a whole discussion of it the other night at Mama's, and I, I shared a, a huge breakthrough that I had of my own. So we know he doesn't, if he plans a thought, he has no earthly idea what we do with that. Right. Unless we say it. But in second, third Ephesians, Ephesians chapter three, it talks about how we are watched by the principalities 
Okay, so that's angels and demons. Right. So they're watching us, right? Like we are being watched. And if I was going to watch you, if I'm observant, and they are, would I not know something's changing in your character? Right. So even though we're not saying anything, they're looking at, say, I plan to fall, and next thing you know, like you're just completely saying or doing anything out of character they know. But we're not saying anything because we don't want to give the enemy credit. Okay? This has always been my mindset. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to battle this silently because I refuse to give the enemy credit. But they can watch us. And they know when something's working. Even if we don't say anything, they know that it's working. And so I am a person that the Lord is always telling me to shh. Always. And so I recently went through a battle in my mind. And I always examine myself. That is probably one of the first things you should always do when fighting any kind of battle, whether it's lust, temptation, jealousy, pride, anger. Examine yourself and see if you're doing something to make this worse. So here I'm examining, and this is a battle, but it's new to me. This is one I've never fought. So what is this? So I start going down a checklist in my mind. What have I, am I in line? You know, all this. And so then in my mind, I'm coming against the enemy. I'm ca- we know we are to cast down thoughts. It tells us to, to cast them down, to try to put them away. But it just was, it wasn't happening. It literally was not helping. And so spiritually, has anybody else done it? Like, yes. You cast it down and it's right back. You cast it down and it's right back. Okay. So I got really into Romans chapter seven for like a year. Because it is one chapter. I've even talked to you about this chapter. It's mind blowing to me. Because Paul, this was after Paul. Yeah, fire is eight. But seven is like, we can relate. Like, I want this fire, but let me look. Let me look at the, the chapter before it. That was my mindset. And so I, again, I've been, I can't get out of it. Like I still cannot get out of just seven. So in chapter seven, Paul was already, he already gave his life to God. Like he had done converted. He was a Christian. But he is saying, I go to do good and I don't do it. But the bad that I don't want to do, these are, this is Candace Kennedy translation, but it's the same thing. But the bad that I don't want to do, which lets us know he does not want to do that, is that that I do. Right. Where good is, evil is present with me. Oh, wretched man that I am. And so I am so intrigued by this this whole chapter. Wow. Here is a man of God giving in to something. And I'm positive he'd say that that I don't want to do, which means I wholeheartedly believe Paul was casting down, but still failing. Still somehow going right back to it. He was failing. Spiritually speaking, it gives evidence that Paul was casting down. Constantly. And then you read the rest of Romans on how we are to live in the fullness of God and how sin, once we give our life to God, should not have dominion over us. But yet we are so defeated Right here, which means we just walk around defeated. I sometimes walk around, and you hear Joey, he beats it in our head that we are not to walk around defeated. We hear him say it all the time. And it's because some part of our life 
sin is running dominion and is not supposed to. Right. And I'm like, but Lord, I don't live in sin. I'm not living in sin. I'm not even, I'm fighting these thoughts with everything in me. I am fighting these thoughts. You're fighting a battle within yourself. And he said, open your mouth. What? You're no, hold on, because you always tell me to So why are you telling me to open my mouth? And he said, the enemy can't hear you. So I am battling right here. And I am rebuking the enemy so hard right here. I'm casting down, which is my part. I have to do that part. And then I am in here. Because I don't want to give the devil no credit. Like, I ain't going to rebuke you out loud because I don't want you to know that you just planted the thought of my head as if you don't know that you just planted the thought of my head. Right. But you don't even want him to measure up to that. It's like, but I'm, I'm not even going to give it a thought. But then I'm battled constantly with it coming back. Yeah. Like, bam. Cast that, bam, cast that my willpower. Our willpower has to align with his. Mm -hmm. And so my will power is casting it down. That's a part of our willpower. Can't hear us when we're rebuking or talking back. He can't read our mind. We just said it. Right. God can. God hears it. But the person that we are talking to can't hear us. I opened my mouth. And I keep that devil and his friends out of my house. And I cannot express to you the breakthrough that was so instant. I called the devil out. I don't give him no credit as far as like, but he's got a job to do. He does. He has a job to do. And I'm sitting here up on and off all day long. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I rebuke you in my head. He can't hear us. When I am rebuking him here, he cannot hear me. So how am I supposed to live in the fullness of God when I'm coming against the enemy in my head when he can't hear me? Right. And that was like the biggest breakthrough. Instant. Because I asked God. I finally asked God. I'm doing everything I know to do. Everything I've been raised to do. Everything I think that I've read to do. I'm casting down. I'm rebuking. What am I doing wrong? And that's when he said, open your mouth. So when we are battling and thoughts come in, of course, I will still pass down. Right. But if that comes back again, don't be surprised, y'all. The kids have done experiencing it. But I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You have no authority over my mind because I am bound and determined to live in the fullness of God that he says I am to live in. Here. We are to live in his fullness here. We have that here. I give you power and authority. We have his fullness inside of us and live in defeat. Why? Why are we living in defeat? Because we're not opening our mouth when we need to. And we're opening our mouth most of the time when we don't need to. Right. Honestly, I mean, that was, he got me on that big time. And so then I'm like, okay, so I need to start out loud. Using my words. And if Shauna's still on there, she got a bit of this the other day because she had shared something with me. I'm like, right now, open your mouth. Right now, don't wait. 
because how often do we wait with the battle we're going through is so bad we're on the verge of a breakdown before we open our mouth. I think the same thing about <clears throat> like altar Like if God checks you on something, when that altar is open to pray, like how many times have you ever thought, uh, nobody's going up today, God, me and you'll talk about this as soon as I get home because I am dealing with this. But we're going to talk about this as soon as I get home, God, because I recognize that you're pointing out some things in my life that I need to deal with, but I don't want to take up these people's time. Everybody's hungry. It's not about me. I don't want people to look at me. It's We'll talk about this later. And then later never comes because what he did was accomplish getting you to stay in your seat. Because and that's where we're about, giving the enemy credit, right? And I don't want you to think that because you were just you were saying like I I think is this bad thoughts that Brittany's having? No, he's depositing those thoughts. He deposits do with them afterwards. But yes. but you said he watches the outside. Yes, he doesn't know what's going on in your thoughts. Nope. But if that preacher has shed light or or whoever's talking or singing or what. And he shed light on something in you that's causing that demon to say, yes. telling that demon, you've got to go. Mm-hmm. We're done with this. Then he wants you to say, okay, I'm comfortable. I get you, God. I see this. I understand that I need to fix this. Me and you're going to have a conversation in my prayer closet when we get you're hindering Absolutely. your deliverance. Absolutely. Because he don't want you to stop right there and call it out. And one, the Bible says that my spirit will not always strive with man. And and I know that that means at some point God's going to re- remove his spirit. But I also think that when the spirit is striving with you over something, you fix it. Then. Because right then. that same spirit won't be with you later. You know what I mean? Like, won't have those. I might not feel later. the revelation of that or the reveal of what, let me get this gone. And we don't because of, of pride. So like time. you said, stop what you're doing and spare your time. Stop what you're doing and go and to the right then. Stop what you're doing. Yes. Because it is a time, God is raising an army up mm-hmm. of people who do not care what anyone thinks. Mm-hmm. Because we will do what is biggest. pleasing to him. And for his glory, before I care, if Robin knows that I'm going to the altar today. Well, and see, and that's where I struggled with, too, at the beginning was I've never been a self-centered person. I've never been like, ooh, me, ooh, me. Right. You know what I mean? I've never been that person. Even when I was a sinner, I was never like, let's make this about Brittany today. Right. You know, um, and so when um, number one thing that I learned was examine yourself. It's like, one of not our, so our much, first Bible study. Yeah, That's what we so it's not so much like you're being self-centered, but when you know and you feel the conviction of the Holy Spirit on inside of you, at that point, it is about you. It right is about then, you. it is. Yeah. Um, and so that was something that I really like. You know, this isn't about me. Let's, let's make this about somebody else, but let's not make this about me kind of thing. Right. And so that was something that I really like had to accept was like when you're feeling like conviction because I you all know you know everyone of us in here knows yes when you are guilty of doing something or you are guilty and you know without a shadow of a doubt like oh I'm guilty of that you know what I mean like I'm I'm ashamed of that but I am guilty of that 
Um, and so, of course, you know, if we know it, God knows it too, kind of thing. Like, if we know we're guilty of it, he knows it. Um, and so that's something that I think, like, it's a fine line between saying, like, oh, I'm self-centered or, no, the Lord has made it very clear that this is about me because he has blatantly called me out yes. without calling my name out in yes. the middle of the church service, but he has called me out Literally. kind of thing. So yes. it, you are making it about you because the Lord said, that I left the 99 for the one. The one. So, so he made it about And when it comes to our relationship with God, it's just one on one. It's just. It's one. about me and him. Right. And, and it's like. Not making it all like being like um to come to come forward and like I, I have no issues. I've never few of you guys have heard me blatantly come to another Christian and say, Listen, this is my fault. Right. Because we are to confess one not to only another. to God, but one to, to one another. another. Yeah. For judgment. We are to be judged <laughs> by yeah. each other, by other Christians. We are to be held accountable and be judged for that. Um and brought, you know, and you know, not to a, like a, a brow beating kind no. of way, but in a loving, but this is what you in need a to loving do now. judgment. Right. Like, hey, this is what you've done. This yes, is not let's, what you need to do. Now we need to fix it. Right. You know, we know well, you've established to me what your problem is. Right. One has, you have, Heather has. Um, and so it's one of those, you know, yes, to confess it. But um, my biggest thing is, like you said, like the enemy can hear what comes out of our mouth. And so I'm like, oh, Lord, I don't. It, I don't want to say, and then, like, I've put this thought off, I've put it off, I've put it off, I've casted it out. But the second it eats at me, like, it eats at me until I can get it out of my mouth and confess it to someone else, it eats at me. Like, I have to get this out. It's going, it's like burning inside yeah. of me until I can confess this to somebody, whether, and I, I'm like, to anybody at this point, like, I just have to get it out that it's killing me. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever been like, ever had something like that? Like a yes. thought burning so deep yes. in your mind? Like, no, I'm casting this out, I'm casting this out. But it keeps coming back, yeah, right? So I'm like, because I, I need to confess this to someone else that I am having these thoughts. So you can battle for me. Okay, but then, then, right. And then what would usually be someone's advice? If you came to me and was like, I'm battling these thoughts and I'm tormented by it and it's not going away, I'm casting it down. I don't know. I don't Open say. your mouth but my and thing, rebuke that devil. Yes. Absolutely, that's what I would want. But I'm also I, I don't know. Sometimes the thing, like the things that I think I would want the Lord to say to me, He says not. He says something totally. I'm like, right. Whoa. Right. I wasn't expecting that one. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and so for some Christians, and I think like, well, if I come to Candace, she's just going to tell me this. But then when I do come to you, no, 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 you tell me something different. Right. And I'm like, no, nah, that's not that. Like. Kind of thing we did it this Sunday when I was telling you yeah. a story about a certain individual and you said something. I was like, No, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, I don't hear, but that's probably true. right. <laughs> um, yeah. but so then, uh, I so those are just some of the, the struggles that I have within my own thoughts. Like, well, let's not make this about you, Brittany. This, you know, someone else might be struggling or something else, but, but then also, too. Like, I don't want to give the enemy credit. So he has implanted a thought in my mind. And he mind, knows that he already And did. the second that I, it comes out of my mouth, then he's already, he, all right, then. So I put it in there. It's working. She's, it's getting to her. She's going to come out with it out of her mouth. Now I'm going to start praying on it. You know what I mean? Instead of me being like, okay, I'm going to go in my prayer closet and sit in the fetal position and cry until we reach a breakthrough. Yeah. But, and I, that's how I always thought. Like, let me more silently. 
at me and Jesus. Like, let me just, because I know he hears me. But like I was saying, we are watched. Yeah. We are watched. And we think if we open our mouth and tell somebody what we're battling, that's what's going to make the target for the enemy, keeping it shut us. But just like you were saying with the altar, for me, that's not for anybody else in the room. That's just for me and the Lord. That's our meeting place. Like a lot, like Catholics will go to the confessional and tell a human, mm -hmm. that's useless. Literally. The altar is, that is not for me. That, for me, that is just being rededicated every time I come to the Lord's house. Every time. I've made, I have, <laughs> I, last summer, actually, I was standing boards outside and the Lord said, now, do it right now. This is an altar. I said, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I stopped, put the stain down. I just kneeled right there at that board. I was halfway done staining, and that was my altar there for about 10 minutes. And I just cried. And I was like, Lord, yes, there are things in my life today I've done. I've woke up. I've had bad thoughts towards my kids, even. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, okay. it, it, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and they, they test you, and it's like every day. And that's not the thoughts of God. We it's do not. things that's not actions of, of, you know, hands and feet of Jesus. And so for me, the altar is not for the sinner. I think it is for us every time, every time that we want to say the Lord's house, just to say, or out the Lord, pour into me. My thing with that is, so this is just my, my thoughts on it, is if I'm going to go and be baptized, right, that does nothing. It doesn't save your soul, but it is an Pouring that you no longer are with the world yep. that you are set apart, right? That you are going to follow God. So if I want to make that kind of like public explain, then why am I not going to make a public explain on the altar to show that I because am? Where I, I am usually afraid that, that, that they think um, what she's doing, wonder what kind of sin she's done, because we have spiritual pride. But thinking that, oh, maybe, maybe Megan might wonder what kind of sin. Me personally, I'm not afraid. I see people Me like, too. oh gosh, I need Me to too. know. Like, 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 you have blessed us with your presence today. Right. And I have done absolutely nothing to deserve it. But you have stopped what you were doing today and made me feel special. Right. And so I meet him at the altar just to thank him for making me feel special. And, and taking time out to, to encourage me or to lift me up because it is about you. It is. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I have what's been going through my head, and I, I asked a lot of these questions last night, but it is like the Lord has been challenging me here lately. Stop mindlessly answering these questions and and think about them before Same. you answer. Oh my gosh. Same. Do you believe I died for you? Right. Right. Do you believe that I rose from the dead? Do you believe it? Because, because you can say you do, but you walk around depressed yeah. or anxious when you're saying you believe that I rose again to give you life more.
If you truly believe yeah, that, you wouldn't be defeated. Then you're not defeated. Not you would, we wouldn't walk around defeated. Right. And right. We so, believe. so when you said that while ago about being self, like not being selfish, this is the one thing in our life I think we are all going to be selfish. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. he is jealous for us. Yes. Not, he don't want me and Candace. He wants Candace. Yes. And he, and he wants, wants Megan. Me. He wants he yes. wants us to corporately work yes. to do this. He wants us in unity. He wants. Wants. Yes. Yeah, this is good. Oh, this but is you good. know that that moment, together. it's so much better. So right? much better. And something that they wrote, I've been roasted on. I've always been, so, I pray. Most people do. Just on and off, off of the day, this, this person will come to my mind. I'm thinking of you, well, let me just pray. Right, it's, I think I do that when I send the person pops in my mind. I'm like, okay, I think the but words want me to whatever you right. The worshiping yeah, aspect at home was what was missing for me. I would worship as in I would play my praise and worship and sing it. But, but the to go there, worship, yes, to, go there, to make a moment, that's what a was lacking. Yes, I mean, face on the floor, yeah, on my knees, worship at home. Yeah. Right. And that he got me. He got me. Yes, he got right. me on that. On but it doesn't matter. I'm never alone. And that that's my excuse now. I'm, I'm never alone. With. You know. But you can't make cares? your kids you need make. to see this. That's right. right. This is right. what they need to see. Right. And I made a whole video. I made a whole video. Nothing. That was I made that video last week. Like don't well, be surprised. I'm not I'm not I'm unashamed. It would just hit me out of nowhere, I swear to goodness. It's coming over Jesse Mountain and I'm listening to my worship music and just a flood came mm -hmm. hit me, and I'm just so thankful. Like, you know what I mean? Just boohooing while I'm driving. Like, yeah. just so thankful. Well, and like, it's like just a flood. Out of left field, it was like I made a turn and bam, there it was. And I was like, oh, thank God. And one of my favorite Like, I'm boohooing. I promise I'm fine, but it's just so beautiful right now. I can't help it. But how much do we mindlessly, like Megan said, we say we believe. But if we truly believe that he came, he died, he rose again. Left us a comforter, a down payment, which is the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us and has all power and all authority. We say the same power and authority lives inside of us, but we don't. That raised it. Jesus from the dead. That same power, literally, let me say like Joey, literally, literally, literally lives inside of us. But yet I walked around defeated over a thought right. for weeks. This one sentence here sticks out. It says, For the desire to do what is good is within me, but there's no ability. To do I don't do it. Yeah. He wants to do good, but he don't do it. I practice the evil that I do, even though I don't even though I don't want to do it. And so at first when I did first read Romans 7, I'm calling my daddy up. Daddy was all possessed. Was this man possessed? Because he's saying he's pretty much not in control of himself. Like something's got control. And we know if something contro controls us, I'll possess that. And he's like, hold on. I love it. <laughs> that my go-to. You know? And a lot of times I make him scratch his head. And he's like, because, you know, then I'm going to plead my case. Yeah. And he's like, I've got him scratching his head like Candace. Yeah. I never thought about that way. Yeah. But he was a Christian, so we know he can't be possessed. Right. But he was 100% oppressed. Mm -hmm. I watched Paul, the one that we literally tried to imitate. 
Right. At one point, sure. that he would be in okay. prison, the man that would sure. be in prison because of preaching the, go the gospel of Jesus Christ, he'd be in prison and still say, I'm a prisoner for Christ. That same man battled. And I think that chapter seven is one of those books that so many could relate to, but you just don't. Every now and then, I heard Perry quote some of the other day and got super excited. Like, I just want to stand up and be like, yes. Candace. Hey. Hey, I don't know if you can hear me or not, but you know, when you when you talk about Paul and we look at his past, you know, I, I really identify a lot with him, you know, as where, where I was from. But when God saves you from unbelief, when you fall on your face in front of a holy God and you say, I'm sorry, God, you are real. You're here. You're alive. Listen, there's just some kind of way that it's different. It I'm is. not saying, I'm not saying, I'm just saying that love that you understand now for me to have said, and for Paul to have persecuted God's children. Right. And to understand that that he still loves and he still cares and he still delivers. There's a there's a, a, a lamenting that takes place when when you want to do good and you can't. And I really think that's what he was doing there. Like you said, it was just an absolute lament yes. that, you know, God, I'm so sorry. I did all these things and and I know you saved me. I don't want to fail you. But yeah, and, I fail you. But I do it anyway. And, and you know, it's a real struggle, but I get it, you know? Oh, I, yes, I get it. Like, the one talking, her name's Ann, she was an atheist and gave her life to God and now writes books and everything for God's glory. That's right. Awesome. Yes. She's right. A, but I wonder if Paul, well, you know, towards the end of, of chapter seven, he finally realizes that his will to do good is not enough on its own. He had the will to do good, but alone, it's not enough. Right. right. And then he knew he had to call upon the only one that could make it happen. And that's when you depend solely on Jesus Christ. Literally, our will power is casting down, but that alone is not enough. To live in the fullness of God and to not be defeated. Our willpower alone will never be enough. Your willpower will help you. But if that's all you use, you will end up on your face every single time. Ask me how I know. Because I have been on my face a million times. And not because of the presence of the Holy Spirit, but because I have allowed. I have allowed. That's not the, the enemy defeated foe. But I allowed the enemy. To tell me who I was right. and who he was, right? Instead of me telling the enemy who I am and whose I am, right. and that's why we have been over how many times know who you are in Christ, know who you are in Christ, get to know him, but then know who you are in him. Who does he say you are? Because that's important. Yeah. On days I look in the mirror and I feel guilt, shame, pointless, unworthy. That's not of God. Right. right. 
And so when I start feeling those things, I should look right in that mirror and rebuke the enemy that is trying to hold me down in the name of Jesus and let him know you have you are a defeated foe. You're defeated. Get on out of here. I'm not going to occupy you because what we feed grows. We know what we feed grows. And I feed but Revelation 20 and 10, I think I might be wrong in the verse, but remind him of his fate. Yeah, you can lines now to tell him. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to call you out. This is what I done the other night. When God said, open your mouth, I was in shock for a minute. And then I'm going back and forth in my head because I am that person. Are you feel sure? Right. And I will. I ask questions and I go back and forth with Jesus. And I don't think that's wrong because Jesus himself asked on why. So I'm going to ask why just to make sure. And then when I opened my mouth, I called the devil out that was tormenting me with the things he was tormenting me with. One of them was pride. And I'm like, I'm not. Right. Pride is not something that may be a proud look at times when I was younger. But as far as being prideful towards certain areas of my life, it wasn't even every area in my life. I'll just be real vulnerable. I didn't care. And so I called that devil out. And his little friends that had recently... Like, they're just trying to have a whole party. Right. In they, my mind. Because I'm together. like, man, I keep casting that one down. Why is it bringing friends? Because I'm doing my job. It's what I thought. Like, I'm casting it down. And then I'm trying to not occupy it. But sometimes, you know, when it comes in your head 500 times, you might take a few seconds to just imagine you putting somebody's face for a while. You know? And then I'll, I'll tell Jesus I'm sorry for that. And then I'll cast that thought down. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then sorry, I called them all out. You, 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 and you, not welcome here. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Don't just get out of my mind. Get out of my home because you are a defeated foe. We know Satan is not omnipresent. There is only one of you. He can only be in one place at one time. He's got these little demons over here that he sends out. Right. If it was just him, they'd only be one person at a time. He could. But then the sad part is, is even if there was only no demons, just Satan, we suck so bad that he could literally in one day probably cover an entire county or state with one thought. Yeah. Let me yeah. try this planet, 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 planet. And we are so ridiculous and do not use the power and authority in us. That's all it would take. Somebody posted on Facebook and spread it to the whole county complaining about it. Yes, literally. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to be different. I want here. I want to be different. You tell me that we're supposed to have a peace that surpasses all understanding. And I see Paul's honey in the back air. Like he's in prison mm -hmm. and he's still like, for God I live and for God I die. I'm a prisoner for Christ. Why? He's literally probably chained to dead bodies. Like he, they got him chained up to dead bodies. But yet he is still proclaiming the name yes and i'm like how because Versus he didn't a, have the spirit of offense mm -hmm. it was not a poor pitiful name that's all about the same well, well, came, came over tonight but she didn't um hunt me up when i was talking she didn't um she didn't tell me how wonderful it was when I was when I was done, Heather didn't tell me. She didn't tell me that I've done good. I just realized that within the past year, the Lord right. said, "Stop focusing right. on everybody else. Look at me. Right. Look at me. Right. Everybody else 
it, but we're so easily. Yeah. <laughs> you ever go to God and talk about it? Absolutely. Like, I do. Like, like if, if Robin offended him, me. I spend all the beans to him, too, how I feel about him. Right. Okay. Well, I, this was a revelation God gave yeah. me today. Like, if Robin's offended me, and I get with Candace in a little group here, and like, I really want Candace to know how bad Robin offended me, but I know it's not my place to tell Candace mm-hmm. how bad Robin offended me because it's not real Christ like of me to be talking about Robin's right. offense. Right. 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 So I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> how, I'm like, yeah, I know that Robin. And like, I'm going to pull you out. I will fill you out to see how you're ready to talk about Robin. Right. Talk about it. And and if you're you just like you just say, okay, you know, you you I guess turn me off as far as you're not you're not gonna talk about or you say, Oh my gosh, I'm so mad at Robin, I can't see straight. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, Okay, here's my entry in. I can tell you 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 know, right. And and so we know we're not supposed to do that. And I was reading Psalms today. Psalms twenty nine, verse three says, Draw me away. Draw me not away with the wicked or the workers of iniquity, which speak peace to their neighbors. Robin doesn't know that I have an issue with Robin. No, but everybody else will know. I but mischief is in my heart. And so I was thinking about this today, and, the, and well, this is a revelation that I have with the Lord, that he doesn't want us to go to you and talk about Robin. He wants us to come to him right, and right. talk about Robin. Right. right, but here's the thing. Like, I think we think that if we go to God and we say, "God, Robin has made me he so mad," gonna, he ain't gonna talk back with us nothing, about how she's annoying or got on my nerves that day. Nothing I say about Robin to God changes how God feels about nothing. Robin. Right, nothing. And God, like that was like a revelation today. That sometimes I go to God because I can't go to Candace. It's not Christ-like for me to go to Candace and say. Robin is on my last nerve, you know. Right. So I'm like, God, she's getting on my nerves. Like, hell, not that I was telling God today that Robin was, was, was Halloween. Okay, <laughs> but it was just real. like sometimes that conversation with God feeling justified, like God heard me, he knows, like he, he knows, knows how bad she is. Like the person she <laughs> Yeah, he feels the same way about Robin now that I do. You know? No. You know, I'm gonna mark him. Yeah. I'm gonna mark him like I really don't like reading, so don't talk to me. You know what I mean? We mark people. We have conditional love. I have done no, I am guilty, but I will say I have done that, but Becoming a new person, I don't anymore. Um, that's why like, I think if you go to somebody, that's there's thin lines. I was gonna there's say that. very thin lines where you it. came from. That's what I was gonna there's say. There's very right thin, very, very thin lines. Yeah. If I know where I come from, where, where I am now, this is how I got where I am, right? This is why, and I think that there are some from. people, it's few and far between. Not everybody has somebody like that. I have come. To realize that the more people that I talk to, the older women are to teach the younger women. But sometimes, you know, I mean, like the women we're are, running out of older examples. We are like they're not good examples. No, because they're like anyway. I think it is important. <laughs> These girls know. I don't care if we call an old woman. Brittany and Robin know me well enough to know if they come to me and talk to me about someone. 
it's usually men. Man, they're going to get counseling and biblical advice behind that. Yeah. Right. I'm not going to give your own. I ain't going to. No. No, but I used to. And I had to learn that the hard way. But there is a very thin line there on who you should go to. Because I found myself a lot of times when somebody's aggravating me, I didn't seek. I ain't got my daddy. Because I knew my daddy is going to give me the biblical advice. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, and tell me where I am falling short and what I need to do and how I should biblically handle that situation. Yeah. So right. I ain't going to that. I go, I will go be one of my mouthy friends. Like instant feeling and then like, yes. well, let's you know what me kind of what kind of done this. I was but that's hard to make up your mind. Like, you tell me how right I am. Yeah. But we all, like, you want to know. Is it ever okay? What do you mean? Is it ever okay? That I, talk to you about? I mean, I'm not even absolutely. About absolutely, is it ever okay? But I mean, how should I deal with it? But I'm so if you're seeking, if no. you are seeking a bit like, right. like I don't think I should ever talk to you resolution. about somebody that I haven't already talked to. Oh no, you should always right. talk to God. Yeah, we talked to. We should talk to God before we talk to anybody else. But and then there's been times I've done that, and I'm still struggling. Like well, those times I'm still struggling and I need a I lot of times, a lot of times I will find I'm not, I don't talk to people. I do not. I don't, I don't talk about now. I will once I'm over it, but when I'm in something, I have really bad. I don't even know what you call them where I don't, I'm just like, no, I'm a faker. Oh, I can fake it. And y'all will think I'm perfectly and spiritually well. Because I don't want, I don't want y'all knowing, which I've gotten better with, of course. But even times when I've needed someone to talk to, because even though I've talked to God, something I have learned, I have been taught by her, is that a lot of times when we open our mouth and release it, it is like the weight of the world has left, yes, it left my shoulders and then I just feel better and I'm over it and I move on. Yes, You're the worst at cooping everything I, up. Yes, because he will use people to help us. Because well, he knows we're stubborn. Like yes. We're outside talking. We're having a conversation. And she had told me something here that I didn't tell me exactly what it was that you were battling, but that she had been spiritually battling. And my spirit read instantly. I was like, Robin, why have you not called or come to me? Like, I'm, no. I'm broken hearted and I want to help you, but I. It's because Megan had literally laughed at me right before I came to you and told you that. That's not even a joke. I <laughs> went to Megan. <laughs> and what's <laughs> like, Megan, I need you to pray for me. <laughs> I'm battling well, my she, in my she I used to be like, oh, oh my gosh. Are you but then there was Megan, who's like, we're all laughing. And then hours later, she messages me. And she's like, oh, wait, I think I, you were serious. No, like, oh. And she said, I think you pray for me. She kind of laughed when she said it. And I was, was nervous. Yes. <laughs> I have never no, asked anyone for prayer. 
besides Candace, like I've asked her, but you were the first person I had ever come to and verbally been like, hey, yeah. will you pray for me? And you tried. I'm great. But I mean, of course, it's she Exposing all of my faults right here. Right. I've only been once um, at all. And even when I got saved, I didn't do it on an altar. Like I didn't, not at church, on an altar. Because in my mind, the altar is for salvation. Right. I haven't come to the knowledge and understanding of why I see all you guys go. Because to me, I'm, well, they're saved. She's saved. I know she's saved. And I can't get past this mental wall of. That's not why you're going. I feel like I've battled that a lot too, Robin. Right. I instantly think like, oh, you backslid. Like, that's why you're going. You backslid. Well, pray for me regardless, okay? I was sitting in my seat. I don't know. Time before last. Just do this and put a time. You can call me in this and then she's good. And God kept saying to go. Yes. That was me Sunday. I was so glad to see Brittany go. (laughs) I'm already saved. Why would I go up there when I'm saved? at home like Megan said like I'll take care of this later if there's something you're trying to tell me why I need to go up there I'll do that at home because I don't want to sit down and mean you hash this out right I feel like the devil also tells me like if you go up there people are going to know how bad you're failing like if you go up there people are going to think that you don't know what you're doing or that you're faking all this or like, you know how he does. He just tells you all these lies. But I, I've really been praying about how to get past that. And I was literally standing at, like, standing at my seat. And God was like, you need to go up there. Like, you need to go up there. Because he was talking about being guilty of putting the worldly things before God. And I was like, well, if I see somebody else go, I'll go. I swear no more than I got that through my mind. I see Brittany zooming past me. And I was like, okay, here we go. Let's go. This is the party. And something that God told to me about myself with that. And well, why and I, I so went, to God, went to God first. Yeah. What I was battling with. And then it's afterwards. I like, let's you get, guys. Yeah. Like, I'm struggling with anger. I'm mm-hmm. struggling right. with being angry. Mm-hmm. And I know that I should not be like this. And I don't, like Paul, I don't want to be but like I this. Keep doing but it. I keep being yes. angry. So what am I doing? You put that, that open I am still so angry. Yes. Like, stop it. I don't want to be like this. I want to be loved. And next time, people, when they're around me, I don't care where you're at or what you're doing. 
and say, you spirit of anger, I, anger, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You have no authority and no power over me. You are a defeated foe. Leave me alone in the name of Jesus. And see, and that's where I get you guys, where I'm like, when you guys, with, your, with the altar, you guys are like, no, I rebuke in the name of Jesus. Just randomly come out. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody it. else knows what I'm thinking. I, but I just come out and say it. People are like, well, thank God. You know, and I'm like, there's the guy who got threats. No. Right. And so this is what God told me about me. But this is what God said to me about me with that. Because I was always worried, well, if I do this, people are going to think this. If I do that, people are going to think that. He told me that I care more about what people think of me than what he thinks of me. Instead of instead of pleasing him, he is the only one, other than our spouses, that we are to have a connection with. Are you allowed to repeat what God says? It's like, well, the Lord, okay, here's a little advice. The Lord told me. I see you struggle with what I struggle with. The Lord told me. Well, I feel like that's for you too. I, I think it's for anybody though. Like but if the Lord is revealing, but to I don't me, know because then I need you. I need to reflect. It's like it's like what you're saying. It's like it's it's like flesh. Flesh. Yeah, trash. Yeah, flesh is trash. Yeah, trash. Yeah, and I have wanted to do many things out of flesh because yeah. I see it. That's the last like line. I see. That's the last line. My mind starts you going flesh. Okay. That's the last line in seven. Because we're still double-minded. Yeah. And he goes on go in and Galatians chapter five and 17 to tell you like why. Yeah. Because of the opposition between your yeah. spirit and your flesh. It's a constant, our spirit and our flesh. It's, it's just a, a war. Constant, a constant war. Okay. So our flesh, three part beings, body, soul, spirit. Our, I just learned what our soul was. And our mind, Guys, will, and emotions. Robin life so. really hard. Okay. So when I thought of my soul, I thought of this. Bulb of light, an orb like this, an orb of light that just I remember in okay, okay. Like that's my soul, an orb of light. And I was like, I thought it's like a person, like a whole person. That's their mind, like that's what their mind, will, and emotions. I thought it was a ghost. <laughs> it's a whole person. That's my soul. My mind, my whole outline. No. I'm so misshapen. I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. My face is the bulb. But the gold soul. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my the screen mask is shaped. Yeah. Like, okay. It's not gold. Like, it's shaped. Not on my face. Though. But on my face, it lives somewhere in me. I'm not sure where. But it's got that shape of the screen mask. It's okay. But now, it's, it is my mind. You don't have to turn so far now. My wheel. Go on back. There are emotions mm -hmm. of the flesh, and then there are emotions I feel like of the spirit, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Like, hang with me here. I'm like, so anger that's a that is an emotion of the flesh, but love is an emotion of the spirit. But love's not always an emotion. See, like, for me, like, I can tell you I love you all day long. But what's going to make you think that I love you without you showing me. the way you treat me? I, 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 I am not words mean nothing. To right. Me. And I finally got that through my husband's head 16 years later. Words are nothing. Honestly. Anybody, anybody can say it. Anybody can 
They mean your enemies. You're my whole world. I would not do this because I love you. I love you. You're beautiful. But your actions and like just keep your mouth shut and show me. So I am. Like I don't like words. When you're angry at someone, other than God say you know, I'm angry at you. I guarantee like, Show yes. me that you serve me. Show me that but you yet, are these things that yeah, you say. Yeah, that yeah. Right. Or they think I'd sing. Stop it, Mickey. Or they think I've got your red. Shauna said a while ago, like, you're, you won't go to the altar because you're afraid that like, people will think you're spiritual. You that I want Okay. I want you all to know it's off my point. I want you all to know that I'm failing every day. Yeah, every day. Yes. I and and so and that's what I've had to get I because I completely understand where John is coming from yeah. that. Because I used to self righteously want everyone to think I had it all together. But it's now I realize and even more so because our minister I want you to know that I suck. Right. I, I suck real bad. Real bad. Yeah, like, don't, I don't want you to know because I stand behind a podium that you should look at me different because I'm like, 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 like, when I see Brittany go to the altar, or I see Megan go to the altar, like, I never, in my own mind, I never think, oh, they've done this, or they've done that. Like, I'm like, I'm like, look how brave and bold and humble they're being. Like, they are humbling themselves and going before God. And I'm like, why do I sit and let myself believe that, like, you all are going to think that about me? Like, because I don't think that about you guys. Like, I love seeing y'all on the altar. Like, I, I respect it and, like, look up to it. <laughs> Pediatrician's office. Catch me outside. I'm serious. You catch me a pediatrician's office full of kids in a waiting room hollering. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus and have all these kids looking at me like back away. And I know. Okay, I'm a loud person. And when I am fighting the enemy or coming against me, I do it with authority. Oh, I do too. I get angry with them. Very quietly, and I can even be like Satan. 
is motivated. And that's authority. And I see you. Because you're still believing in the same level. Same level. But for some reason, I think they have to wear ear nades or something that they can't hear me. Because they're like our kids, right? Yeah. Why do I have to do and they will not, not listen usually. Wow. Nine times out of ten, until I am in my own voice. Me too. Yeah. But little, little less than one sounded. Yeah. Nine times out of ten. Okay. Like, they were going, like, last night, like, because I meant get up upstairs. I meant what I said. Right. I don't do it to be heard. You know, the the speaking in tongues. I think that's the problem. It's one of the things that it taught me about from doing it. It's because I have been baptized in the spirit the more I understand it from a very young age. Right. Hand checking, voice trembling. There. Chill bumps everywhere. Right. But I always look at speaking in tongues and falling out in the spirit thinking. I don't need that. Like, I, I don't want nothing to do with that. Like, that's way too extra. I'll be loud. Like, I'll be loud. Like, I'm going to be singing, and I'll be loud. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a conviction, but I don't need that's to be loud. Like, like, I don't need to flip my hair pin out of my head. Like, my mom almost got her eye put out at church one time because the lady slung her head <laughs> so much. Oh, my she goodness. One of them big old brooch pins. <laughs> 80s, you know, like slung out and hit my mom right in the side of the eye, like black her eye and everything. You can tell me that's her God. <laughs> so, like, I've so never been uh, this type of person. I just kind of look <laughs> at it and I'm like, <laughs> and it's not that I, I thought bad of anybody who was loud and vocal. I wanted it, but I wanted it in here. And so, when I got the when I finally spoke in tongues, I got with God and said, I don't want to do this when everybody else knows I've spoken tongues. Ooh, I feel I that to do this because I want it to be a love language between me and you. It's not for it's it's between you and me. So like to do it in front of everybody should be like, look what I can do, look what he gave me. At times it is like that, yes. Yeah, I have found. But do you know something that I recently realized is my prayer language with just me and him is different than what they think. It's a completely different language. It's a different set of words. It's a different set of, it's a different completely. It is daylight and dark. Yeah. And I never realized it until I, like, yeah. Start praying more in the spirit at home. Yeah. Or in, not just, you know, just me and him, just me and him. Started exercising that more. The language is completely different than when I I don't have to feel overwhelmed to speak this language. A lot of times when I'm in church and I feel my gosh, the Holy Ghost in fire. Right. It is a it's different. Like I don't know if it's some kind of praise that that language is right it's there in like that. that. And then a lot of times when I'm praying for people. It's kind of the same language as when I feel that, oh my gosh, I don't have to plan it. Help me. You know, when you feel that power, like the, his, his power directly from you, and you're laying your hands on someone and praying to him in the spirit, 
it sounds completely different than when I am just a more intimate. Just well, you're a vessel. Him. You're just at that moment. He, it's him. Yes. It's not you. He is just using you to right. vocalize his right. spirit. And it sounds completely different. It's just like, this is, this is him. This isn't me. I've had people later different. be like, what did you say? And I'm like, oh, God, I don't know. I don't know, but the Holy Spirit does. And I know whatever it was, it was directing with his will. Even it's in English. completely, perfectly in line in his will. Even in English. They'll yeah. say, can you tell me about that prayer? And I'm like, I have no idea. Nope. Me either. I don't know what I said. There was a lady stopped by. Remember, I prayed for her and she was like, I got to come and tell you some things since you prayed for me. And I'm like, well, let me, let's hear it. Because it, it was, we prayed for this lady. Yeah, and she was like, I had spoken tongues and then started talking. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I said that, like, you know what I mean? Because I'm because that was the spirit. Yeah, right. No. Like I prayed in the spirit it. out loud yeah. and you then can't redo it again. You know, as it came, as it was flowing, I was saying it. Yeah. Which I never even realized that I done. Right. Didn't even realize that I had and the like, here, it's, it's, that. it's humbling. It's like so, thank you, Lord. And I'm like, me, little stupid old selfish me. Sometimes, right? I'm unworthy of vocalizing anything as powerful as you, but you still use me. So, if you don't care, when you're talking about that, um, the shame and repenting and all that, and then that ties in directly with fasting. Um, First Kings, ooh, yeah, and it is. Uh, 21, 27. So if you don't have one of these, I suggest you guys get one. She reads truth. Oh, we got oh yeah. Right here. It's my favorite. It's, it's my, my favorite. favorite. If you go to the page before 21, she does a that breakdown. You write one. Y'all, I love it. I love it. Well, so I wasn't sure. made this to me, and I had it in my thing for about a year, and I finally was like, I need to look at this. It has everything. It has the maps. Y'all all have one. That's what we use. This like, is what we use. Love it so is. much. Love it so much. I'm just like, it's so much food. <laughs> it is. And, and I think you can understand. Like speaking all the woman languages. And I, I tried to list, but I know what my is. Yeah. Right. And I tried to explain to somebody because, you know, a lot of times people are, are King James Version only. No, 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 no. And, and that's like, I do this. No, thing. there's nothing. I have King James. I have, I have, she reads truth. I have. Plenty of Bibles by my bedside, and I use them all in a sudden. But I always carry my. See, I do the church. I've been using illustration. I asked for that for Christmas. Which one is Which illustration? The pink one. That's the whole Bible, but it's huge on the big spiral, and then it's got the whole spiral one. One of my favorites. Well, Josh was like, "Can you just imagine it?" That big Bible with a little lamp on a desk sitting over there. It's too heavy to carry around, though. It's one that you keep at home. It's doing that. This is something that has caused turmoil between me and my husband. Like, I'm just like, like, did this A happen, Jezebel? That's in this king. Yes. Yes. So, but it's like, what are you doing? I was like, I didn't. Yeah, you can have these. It's got notes in the How sweet. I'm so excited. Merry early Christmas. Merry Christmas. And the pages are so thick. That's what I like about it. Okay. When judgment meets compassion, 
This is 541 in the She Reads group. But, uh, yeah, it's, well, it's it's based on 21. Yeah, 21, 27. But right there. Could, yeah, right there. Right there. The she extra. To, uh, yeah. oh, okay. She's kind of going over this whole thing. Oh, 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 Tell me there. When judgment meets compassion. Not you. Oh, I don't know if y'all just laid out like it's okay. Yeah, I have it. So you, oh, you're in your Jesus Bible. That's why. There it is. Right there. She was in the wrong Bible. She has it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. When I have heard. Right. So, are you in the she reads truth or no? Yeah. I was looking for it. I wasn't. Yep. Commentary. When judgment makes you still don't have it. Twenty one. What did you do? It's page five fifty forty one. disregarded God's law, Ahab was the worst. Ahab and his pagan wife, Jezebel, yeah, repeatedly raised a, a rebel fist at God. Ahab deserved to be punished. For proof, we don't have to look any further than Naboth's vineyard. Ahab knew of God, but he did not fear God. And even though his kingdom was vast, he found himself obsessed over a small vineyard owned by a man named Naboth. Ahab wanted the vineyard and Naboth refused to hand it over. So in a show of sneaky support for her man, Jezebel ordered that Naboth was killed and Ahab got the vineyard. But the murder of the innocent man for a few rows of grapes did not go unnoticed by God. God sent prophet Elijah to announce his coming judgment. God would wipe Ahab and his wife from the face of the earth, along with their male children. God described in gory detail even what would become of this royal family. As I track back the story of Ahab, my first reaction to this is, yes, finally, Ahab's rebellion wreaked havoc on the nation of Israel. For two decades, he was the catalyst for a 50-year spiritual crisis. If anyone deserved God's judgment, it was Ahab. I'm with him, Jezebel, but okay. Uh, but but he's then, the head. Yeah. yeah. The head allowed it. Yep. Actually, probably asked for it. He's like, go on, girl. I'm too, I, I want to do yeah. this. I don't want the responsibility to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then Ahab did the unthinkable. After all that nasty stuff he mm-hmm. did, he repented. He repented. God responded with an equally unthinkable reaction. He relented. Ahab was more wicked and rebellious than any other king in Israel's history. Yet, because he repented, God delayed this judgment. You'll notice God did not remove his judgment altogether, though. He delayed it a whole generation. It's a tough concept to swallow the idea that mercy for a father meant judgment on his son. This is one of those tough lines, though, scripture, where we have to lean into the truth of Isaiah 55, 8. For my thoughts 
are not with us, and your ways are not my ways. This is the Lord's declaration. And the verse, Isaiah 55, 8, read in context, is about repentance. God is just God. God is a just God. Sorry, I didn't read that right. And he must be. He will not let our sins go unpunished. But he is also very compassionate. And good. God is willing to forgive those who repent, even when their sins stack as high as Ahab's did. This dimension of God's character may not always make sense to me, but I am so grateful. Thank you, Lord, for your offering of grace to sinners and teach me how to repent. Amen. Amen. Good. So, and that was, that actually was just the backstory. But in 27, 127, it says, when Ahab heard these words that, um, after Elijah came and told him all of this, he, he tore off his clothes, put a sackcloth over his body, and he fasted. So that's where the whole fasting plays yes. into that. Ahab fasted. Yes. Um, then he laid down in the sackcloth, walked around subdued. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah and said, Have you seen how Ahab has humbled himself before me? I will not bring disaster during his lifetime because he has humbled himself before me. But I will bring disaster on the house of his son's life. And he did because I oh, he did. Had a word. It was like, so missing that. Yeah. Kept his word on that one. But I mean, the, the fasting is in there. It is. And fasting is a way to crucify flesh. I'm sure Ahab doubted God, of course. He didn't. He had so much unbelief. But by high faith, he humbled himself and got his flesh under subjection to God. Mm -hmm. Fasting. Mm -hmm. The unbelief. Yeah, and, and and another great thing that the Lord uses the bread and the cup to represent his body and his blood is because even just by taking a teeny tiny disc of stale bread and a little tiny cup, Dylan. It still Dylan goes throughout your entire body. Yeah. That just that little bit of food. And so he says to do it, you know, as often as you do this, as often as you do this, do it in remembrance of me to purify and, and, and to make yourself holy to God. So just even that little bit through food and drink. He uses food and drink through everything. And it, it that means it's purifying every bit of our body because that food has to reach every bit of our body. So that means he's purifying every cell in our body when we do that. Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, don't you ever apologize. That's good stuff. This ain't about me. This literally is not about me. This is about getting the but yeah, This is everybody. The whole fasting thing. I was like, I know I got something in here for this. I do. Like all this is fasting. I did a Bible study with my whole body. Yeah. yeah. His whole body. And God's all fit. Yeah. Forgive me. After he was real yeah, he was way better. And don't ever try to like, I don't know, I'm guilty for it. And we talked about it a little bit, but barter with God when you fast. Like I'll fast all of this stuff, but I'm not gonna do this but or I'm yeah, not gonna yeah, fast this one thing. Like I'll get rid I'll do all this, but this one thing I'm not gonna fast. Like coffee, your morning coffee. Yes. That's usually the thing that you need to be fasting. Yeah. I drink coffee. Right. And that's what people say to benefit others. I got to have this vape, this nicotine to benefit others. 
But shouldn't you be fasting that very thing that your mind's telling you? Not that thing. And another mindset too is that he'll he'll try to say, oh, and you're (laughs) going to Oh, yeah. But that's not benefiting God. That's benefiting you. Right. But it'll change your thoughts to like, well, if I do this, then I'll lose weight. Like it's a win-win, but it shouldn't be about that. But it it has to be wholeheartedly. For the purpose, right? Do you want to? Do you want to share our fast victory? No, you. <gasps> was it about the family reunion? I didn't know y'all were fasting, but I know I was praying about it. Out of that us, one was a hard one too. That was I didn't lie. I was battling headaches. That was a guess. Like I legit, that one was a hard one. I was battling headaches. Was it twenty-five? We counted twenty-five people. Mm-hmm. Only one. Was it? It's one of those two, like I'm afraid to speak on it, and then the devil's going to and then he's going to come and attack. He but, is a defeated foe. But I will give Lord the credit. You, that's right. Joshua has not ranked in three weeks. That's amazing. We're looking on the other side of that. I praise you. We're looking on the other side of that because he's not going to. No, he's not. He's no, that's what I keep saying. He's like the God. Yes, Lord. He is going to. We claim him in the name of Jesus. This is just the beginning of Yes, Jesus. Nothing filled with. Nothing filled with the world. Nothing filled with anything. It's going to say. Yes. Imagine a Bible over on that desk. With yeah. Right. That's victory. Absolutely. That was the victory. He knows the earth is flat, so he's really. So there's hope. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. The earth is flat, Andy. I just want to do that next Bible study. Okay, let me ask you all this. That's the thing. Well, that's what I said, too. And then I was like, you know what? I'm still going to praise you because I've already come oh, yeah, right. And I'm praying that God, that through our faith, yes, the, the faith of his wife and his sister yes, and people that love him, he will put a wall of fire around him of protection to keep the enemy out. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We agree, Lord. I'm blaming it. We agree, Lord. With you. You may stand in line. You know, when, you know when they went out on the sea and even though the Lord knew that it was going to be rough, he knew they were still going to reach the other side. Yeah, right. he had a mission for them on the other side, and he knew they had to endurance. go through that endurance. Is something and had, yeah, he knew that they had to have faith in what was waiting on the other side. The test wasn't the sea; the test was still yet to come. It was on the other side, and the victory was still yet on the other side. But they, they got to get through all that before they even get to the test. Right? right. Do you think before? I mean, it's not even talked about. Which and I, I, I don't even think that you thought about it. The others have the armor of God. Like the ones that walk with Jesus. We don't have the access to everything. Because Ephesians, Paul is the one that tells us about the armor of God. So sometimes I'm like, I don't, I don't think so. I figured they walked with God. the armor. Right. They walked with, they walked with the armor. And they got he was the vision armor. of the armor. Yeah. I mean, when we hear put on the armor, like we actually picture. And uh, armor. Armor. Yeah. It, like I'm putting on my helmet of salvation and it's got a little where's yeah. the place here I can raise up I'm I'm that for you. 
they saw the mineral armor that he carried every day. Right. So more or less, instead of walk in your salvation, they walked with yes, salvation. salvation. Okay, when you think of, um, Joey quotes it all the time, and I've never really quite understood it. Maybe you all did. Um, help me. What? Second uh, Corinthians one. But I remember 18 James Version. Like, the pulling down the strongholds? Yeah, help me. Let's okay. The carnal, our weapons okay. of the horse are not carnal, but mighty through the pulling carnal. down of strongholds. But mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. What does that mean? We hear it quoted all the time. We quote it. I mean, I'm saying we don't, and I do. Second Corinthians what? Ten and three. And this, no, you can't read in this one yet. Because this one tells you in plain like, like this yeah, one. This one will tell you. The, so, way, the way we grew up. The, way, the King James, like what we've you heard. Go, it's um, 2 Corinthians 10 and 3. Yeah. For our weapons not of warfare carnal. are not carnal, but mighty through the pulling down strongholds. Okay, and so have always imagined, I didn't even realize my weapons were, I was just like seeing stronghold, and I'm like, pulling pull it down. down. Pull down, pull down on me, you know what I mean? Like, so I was like, pulling down strongholds, what does this mean? Okay, and so I read it in the ESV, mm -hmm. in the CSV, and then I'll do it in the translation. Are you ready? Second uh, Corinthians, for the weapons of our warfare are not flesh, but have divine powers to destroy strongholds. Okay, for the for the weapons of our warfare, the weapons of my warfare, which is the armor of God. Are not of my flesh. They're spiritual. But my weapons of my armor, my weapon. There's only one weapon. Weapons here. Well, but I mean, when we're talking about the armor of God, there's all there's defenses. Right, but we have to we have to wear all. All of them are weapons, but one's just a defense. Right. Even their offense is a weapon. Right. Like if we're playing basketball, your offense is still your weapon. Right. It's just not your defense weapon. Right. So for. The weapons of my warfare of not, are not a flesh. It's my it's my armor. Mm -hmm. They have divine power. My armor has power to and destroy that's what, to the, the strongholds. It's my armor. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "What?" Because okay, and we did the uh, we we was because I don't you know I'm still I grew up on King James, and I still I think I will always in my heart love King James. That's what I've always read. So I was like, Robin, get out Strong's, because I'm always in Strong's mm -hmm. and seeing if these like words align, because if you don't align, right. we can't be oh, friends. Lord, yeah, friends. Here it is. So, <laughs> what was the, what was the, marking up her chair somewhere. I'm like, oh. Okay, good. Did you read when it? fight with true spiritual weapons, then no principality or power can stand against us. Yes. We destroy arguments mm -hmm. and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God. And to take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. Where's the second Corinthians? Second Corinthians 10 and 3. It literally, that, that destroys our spiritual warfare. That one's got good writing in the And then I was like, grab it. 
One word. I sit down. And did you write down what else it said? It said that our weapons are scorned by the world, but feared by demonic powers. Our spiritual weapons are scorned by the world, but feared by demonic powers. When we fight with true spiritual weapons, then no principality or power is I was so glad you told me that because I was about to say, well, what, why do you have this in circle and this one boxed off? What are you doing here? Right. Because of the flag. Yeah. You need to know about the armor and each, each separate. We had a picture printed out that I, I gave yeah, yeah. Well, But I'm just thinking, this is what I'm thinking. Because you're talking about the offense and the defense, and, and yeah, I you know, know because there's only one weapon mentioned with the armor, and we're talking the about the weapon is the sword and spear. The other day, I was looking at it. Did you have but it? the helmet of salvation? It was is in your notebook, I think. In our mindset, where did you find the rest of that? At? I don't see what what some of the stuff we wrote down in our Bible oh, okay. from studying. Enduring word but and I'm like, and I'm still trying to figure out how to use enduring word. I'm like, this I love is enduring like, word. Flip it upside down, like this you is history to me. Commentary in English and go to whatever verse you're in. Like, say you're in Second Corinthians, right there. Go to Second Corinthians, of go to the verse, and it breaks everything down. Well, and it relates ooh, to ooh. the song reading the, whole the original. Like from beginning from Genesis. Like, I'm, I swear, Robin, I was like, this is a whole book. I need to read. So yeah, did you look in the back of this stuff? It tells you a day by day what to do. She she's got that chronological. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. Yeah. It has it has a reading plan already made out. Don't look at my Bible. It'll make y'all confused. Like, see, I didn't even touch this, but it's it all wrapped right up like Okay, that. so you have the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, yeah, and your shoes, right? Okay, but, you but we can't. Okay, the the your feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel. That's readiness. Yeah. Okay. So that's ready. part of that got to be from reading word. Yes. Because that's the gospel. Right. Yes. Right. Always. Of peace, though we don't always live in peace. Peace is something that comes through fasting. Right. It don't come from reading the word of God. Peace is. I mean, not I'm not saying that it it can't. I'm saying. You can't live in peace, but you're supposed to. We're supposed to be on our. We are, but that like that's something that that's something that does not peace doesn't automatically come. You know what I mean? Right. It should, but it right. most time don't. Right. It's a, it's something we have to strive to be if possible. Live peaceably with, with everybody. everybody, which means that sometimes I, I ain't gonna be able to live in peace right. with you because sometimes I don't like. It. So that's what I'm saying. It's not always something that comes naturally. The the helmet of salvation. But I think we should still be in peace, right? Oh, absolutely. I'm like even when I don't like somebody, I should still have a peace. That's goals. We're not there. Even it's when my situation is terrible, I should still be in peace. Yes. Right. We should all like be even when we're in prison. But that's a discipline. That's not something that's naturally comes. I mean, I can get up today and say I'm going to put on my whole armor of God, but if I don't fully understand how to be peaceful in a preparation of the gospel. Peace, right? Peace is is should come easy, but it doesn't because we're 
too caught up in our surroundings yes. and our situations and our culture too. Because if any other place in the world, women still are quiet and submissive. Right. Because we are where we are, we are loud and proud. And I can say that for me personally, there are a lot of women out there that are meek. I'm not, I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them, and I pray for I pray for them. That gentle plant spirit that's pleasing to God. Yes. Yeah, me too. yeah, me too. And, and then Lana thinks I'm. Why did you make me like this? Inside of me to go into that because I've seen that's it. I've lived it. That's a spiritual. But I think it's okay. It yeah, I don't think society is has been wrapped in feminism for so long that that is a deterrent for us. Absolutely, because we, we were never meant to be. There in should be a place a for me. There should a woman wasn't. Woman. We were. And we stepped into roles that were not our own. Yeah, because exactly. men But I will say our situations that. give us confidence, yes. give yeah. us strength, yeah. give us boldness yeah. to do those things. Absolutely. And we are But I think, too, like we had said about the world making women feel like, well, I'm going to be loud and proud. I think the world has also tried to strip strip women of their role as being a helpmate and and um, making women feel like they are independent they, and that they are supposed to be right. independent. And they're but, not. But but what I'm saying is I feel like the world has you know, it's okay for women. We are supposed to, we are supposed, like you had posted, you know, how are you a helpmate to your husband? You That's why you were created um, as a helpmate. Right. But we've got women that are, that are like, well, I'm independent and this, that, and the other, right? And then we go Right. Granted, and like you all had said, you know, that because of some males that cannot live up to their, what they were it created to be. It, but what I'm saying is, like, you have women. Like me, prime example, okay? I know that my husband is head of house. He rules our home. Um, spirit when it comes biblically, if there's something that I'm like, ah, you over here scorping and sweat, you know what I mean? Then I then I call him out. However, but that's nevertheless. What I'm saying is like I have to work, right? And because I have to work and because the world has gotten so it's the economy. Outrageous. It's the economy, right. right. So now I have this proud exterior like i'm independent if he dies tomorrow i know i'll be able to make right. it on my own you know what i mean and that's the world that's done that to me right. because for years i was a stay-at-home mom and i was completely dependent on him because your flesh says i don't need you and then your spirit cries but i do right well we and i had literally had that i literally I had know. that that, that come over yeah. me a couple yeah. of days ago um, I was building a fire in the basement. Women say, 
I was like, Josh was like, what? like took a picture of it. And he was like, look here. She, you know, she's made a joke about it. Like she's getting ready to like put me and that's in there. Whenever she feels like she's going to get rid of me, she's, this is where she's going to put me is in this fire. And I was like, it's your fault because you have neglected to do these things. So now I have to step up right, and do right, it. Right. And so legitimately it gave me this, I'm independent. I don't need you. If something happens to you, I can make it on my own. I'm okay. But I know that I can. I know that I can. But yet I still have. Right. But yet I still had. Like, I know that I can. But I still had that mentality. Like, I that mentality for years. I did. As a Christian, I lived with that mentality for years. And I was around. And I would. She was. And I would tell him. I'd tell him. I don't know you. I don't need you because of pride. Then that's what it was. It was pride. And, and Jezebel. I had it Jezebel. Jezebel had to get And I had it too. I had the Jezebel spirit on me. Yes. Oh, I was, as soon as I became a Christian, we I realized that 